the best way to get you going. This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabira Sheikh Yassar, only on the Voice of the Cape. So 7.30 is where we're at this morning. If you've joined us, welcome into it. VOC Breakfast is where we're at. We're moving along now to our next feature. Now, the new COVID variant is thought to be responsible for driving South Africa's rapid second wave of infections. The variant, known as a 501.V2, was first detected in samples from Nelson Mandela Bay area around August last year. Now, um, epidemiologist and infectious diseases specialist Professor Salim Abdul Karim, um, as we saw, says last night that, you know, new evidence has shown that the new COVID variant found in South Africa is stronger as well as has been uh, thought to spread faster. And he was speaking during a scientific panel discussion led by Health Minister Dr. Zolim Keyes on the new variant of coronavirus. But joining us online this morning to unpack it all is a public health medicine specialist leading on hospital surveillance for COVID at the NICD, and that is Dr. Wasila Jassad. Good morning and thank you so much for joining us, Wasila. Good morning and thank you for inviting me. Only a pleasure. So perhaps, you know, let's start off by understanding, you know, in terms of what has been concluded with regards to the research and data thus far, um, as to whether, you know, scientists have concluded the 501.V2 variant in the second wave is spreading faster. I know we said spreading faster, but at the same time, you know, in terms of its strength, etc., you know, how do we sort of um, unpack this and understand it? Um, So there are two things, you know, is it spreading faster and is it causing more severe disease? And for the first question, uh, there has been some modeling studies where they looked at the the spread and the the increase in cases and they concluded that it is 50% more transmissible uh, from the way that the, the spread has occurred in the second wave. Uh, We can confirm that uh, by looking at our uh, cases information and the rise in hospital admissions as well. And what we see when we compare the first and the second wave is that there's a quicker rise. And so the time from the start of the wave to get to a a similar point in the first and the second wave was much faster. Uh, For example, nine weeks uh, in uh, uh, Nelson Mandela Bay versus six weeks. uh, That was in the first wave versus six weeks in the second wave. And so there's a quicker uh, rise in cases and admissions in the second wave. So it seems very likely that this uh, new variant is more transmissible, and that is uh, echoing the similar findings from the UK and their variant also being found to be more transmissible. When it comes to whether the new variant is, is, uh, causes more severe disease, mm. uh, is a more difficult question. So the best way to do that is if you did a study and you looked at all hospital admissions, you did a sequencing on them and you determined whether they were the old variant or the new variant, and then you watched them to dis- to look at the outcomes and you saw what proportion of the ones with the old variant and the new variant died. And then you would know which one is more mm-hmm. severe. Uh, now, that will take time. We are starting those studies. That will take some time. So what we can do in the meantime uh, is what we call ecological analysis. It, it has its limitations, but what we do is we just analyze the trends in cases and admissions and deaths between the first and the second wave. And so we have done this using data from Nelson Mandela Bay, from the uh, city of Cape Town, and from Itiquini. Uh, and our colleagues in Cape Town, uh, Prof. Mary Ann Davies and others, have done this using data from uh, the West. Cape as well. And we have found similar findings. Uh, So when you compare the early part of the first wave and the early part of the second wave, 
there is more mortality, there are more deaths, but that's because there are more admissions. And when you look at it in weeks when there are very, very high uh, admission loads, uh, which means the hospitals are under strain, there, is, there are capacity constraints and resource constraints, mortality is higher in those weeks, in the first and the second wave. And so we know that death um, is more likely in the weeks when the hospitals are really full. It's uh, 40% higher mortality in those weeks in Nelson Mandela Bay, 60% higher in Itiquini, and 80% higher in the city of Cape Town. So we know that deaths are higher in the weeks when there are lots of admissions. Mm. But when you account for that uh, in our model, in our analysis model, you find that there isn't an association of higher death rate uh, in the second wave compared to the first wave. So, so, s- so we conclude that uh, from the evidence we have thus far, the, uh, the new variant is making up most of the admissions in the second wave, uh, in those three districts particularly. So we conclude that the second wave isn't associated with a higher mortality rate. Mm. Um, yeah. It does come across as, it, as as the virus being a little bit more severe, but what are the patterns, you know, um, in terms of scientists, you know, what is it that they can draw from there and also the COVID-19 hospital monthly case fatality ratio? So, I mean, I think there are worrying trends, you know. We're not saying that it's not uh, as it's not severe and that the second wave hasn't been, uh, you know, like, you know, just overwhelming. Mm. It has been. In sheer numbers, the, the number of cases, the number of admissions has almost been double what we saw in the first wave. And so the toll that that's taking on our communities, the toll that that's taking on our hospitals is huge. Um, and, and so we're not trying to downplay that at all, but we're just trying to understand, is the new variant more severe? Is, does it cause more death? And, and we, from the data we have right now, we don't think that it causes more death. We think that the higher death rate is just because we have had such a rapid surge and just such a rapid uh, increase in the numbers of admissions in the hospital uh, towards, uh, you know, the sort of the, the upper end of their capacity. Hmm. Doc, also in terms of, you know, has it been established whether this particular variant is the same one being experienced in the UK and Europe? I know we said earlier on, um, you know, the second variant, you know, started off here in South Africa last month. And I was having a look, you know, over the week where they said that even though there is a second variant overseas, it's not exactly identical to what we're experiencing here. You know, how do things differ, if at all? So viruses do do mutate in the normal course. Um, And so, you know, it's likely that viruses have appeared in other uh, parts of the world. We know that there was, sorry, mutations have occurred. We know there was a mutation earlier last year in Europe that spread across Europe. Um, It wasn't a very big uh, mutation with a functional difference at that time. But these mutations are a little bit different. Uh, They're not the same. So it's not the 501YV2 that arose in South Africa. Uh, It's not the same one that they've identified in uh, the UK and in Brazil. Uh, When they look at the the mutations on those, there are some differences. And so the the one that arose in South Africa, 501YV2, has eight mutations on what we call the spike protein, which is uh, the protein that's used to enter the receptor cell in the human uh, cell. Um, and, and so those are different. You know, there are slightly different uh, mutations in, in the, the variants that are appearing in different countries. Doc, you know, you just mentioned now 501Y.V2, and I don't know, it might sound like a silly question, but in the media we've been reading 501.V2. You know, is there a difference or is it just in the way that, you know, it's perhaps written or, or put across? 
Yeah, I think there's no difference. I think it's just the way it's being quoted, but right. that's the, the name of it, 501YV2. And then a very common question, you know, that everyone's perhaps asking at this point in time, what with the vaccine rollouts globally, as well as us, you know, waiting here in South Africa in terms of these mutations and and 501.V2, once you do get vaccinated or are vaccinated, you know, will you will it assist in terms of if, you know, with regards to um, 501.V2? So we don't know that yet. I think there are some studies being done where they're looking at, uh, you know, vaccine antibodies uh, uh, and, and how they, how effective they would be against this new variant. Uh, and we just don't have that information right now. What they have looked at is uh, taken, uh, you know, the sera of patients who had uh, COVID before and looked at their natural antibodies. So that's the natural antibodies that develop after you've been infected. And they found that those were not uh, as effective against the new variant. Um, but uh, but we don't yet know about whether the vaccine antibodies will be effective, and I think we just need to uh, wait for the evidence of those uh, studies. Now, also, if you were to look at the antibodies, Doc, from South Africa, the first wave, um, uh, do the antibodies then, will it kill the 501Y.V2 variant of the second wave? So, so that's uh, what, what the early studies are showing that it hasn't been as effective of killing the the okay. the, 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 the new variant. So, if you developed uh, COVID nineteen before and you had the old variant and you had antibodies, they tested those antibodies with this new variant and they found it wasn't as effective um, as 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 killing the the virus. Hmm. And then, Doc, you know, perhaps, you know, people are wondering, fine, we had COVID, or we have COVID-19. Now we're speaking about mutations of, you know, variants. Um, you know, could we see the virus mutating again? How does that work in terms of what are the determining factors, um, whether it does mutate and how many times? Because we know perhaps, you know, it's a survival of the virus. How does that work? Uh, you know, it's likely that it might mutate again. Uh, I think it's just the, the, way, the adaptive kind of uh, ability of the virus that uh, those changes do happen. Um, and and I think the long, the, you know, the, the longer time that we have uh, in in trying to halt the transmission, the more likely it is that it would mutate again. So our best bet is to um, you know have widespread vaccination and achieve herd immunity so that we could uh, deal with that threat. All right. Well, Doc, we we'll leave it that for this morning. I want to thank you for joining us and speaking to us this morning. Of course, that was Dr. Wasila Jassad, public health medicine specialist leading on hospital Very surveillance for COVID at NICD.